The only thing uh, my parents ever objected to me watching was real sex. And that's it. Oh my they god. They didn't care what I watched, but if oh, I you asked for permission <laughs> to watch real sex. I said a TV upstairs. <laughs> On the living room TV, I did. Dad, this is one where they're going to talk about ass eating. <laughs> this is the one with puppetry of the penis. I have to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh my god! I need I'm just to gonna learn. watch some Adult Swim this cartoons. A, I had a, I had, I had my my remote till my TV could go to like the last channel I was on, and I had like the display icon highlighted so I could just hit display last, and then like, it would look like I was watching it the whole time. I did the same thing. Yep. Like if like if I was watching HBO or Showtime go. or something, Scramble and it was something, it was something bad. I would I would always just push that button, and it would take me back to like Cartoon yep. Network or some some shit. They'd walk in and I'd be like, "What?" It's like you shouldn't be up this late. I was like, "I'm just watching some, you know." Cosby show, which in hindsight now is far worse uh, than anything I could have been watching. Well, the show itself wasn't bad. Theo was, was a monster. A period where I, like every movie I saw was like whatever I watched was determined by the likelihood that there were going to be boobs in it. <laughs> and and a movie's goodness or badness was pretty much rated on how much boob there was. <laughs> how much boob was in it? What's the boob to good movie ratio? Wait for the payoff. <laughs> What's upsetting like, is how many of these movies you've never shown me. I thought Hard Ticket to Hawaii was great. But how many movies have you watched because of the Oscar promise of boot? Um, none ever. I mean, me neither. And Hard Ticket to Hawaii has a guy throwing Boobs frisbee at someone with a bunch of razor blades. Oh, right yes. Like I've, you guys have shown us that. Yeah. I've seen that clip. I mean, yeah, it's I like... that movie was good. <laughs> it's definitely like not like I go about my movie watching business trying to avoid boobs, but I never went out of my way to be like, oh, specifically there are boobs coming out. <laughs> yes, boobs. It's never enough penis. It's always all the boobs. You, you never like... Have you seen American Gods, there's definitely penis. You're going to say there's Spartacus? But, but like, but like, in HBO so for the okay. longest time, it was like, oh, let's show a bunch of boobs and mm. flaccid, unimpressive penis. It's like I don't want to see a flaccid, unimpressive. Just a bunch of flapping wieners in my face. I, you know, penises are always. I make fun of penises on TV. If I see a penis, I immediately go, ooh, la la. Like I'm like making fun of them. They're silly looking. They are. In American God, the genie scene. Like immediately when he drops his cloak, I'm like, was like, of course. He has a giant dick. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. course. He granted his own wish, of course. I, I have not read the book. <laughs> you get one wish, Genie. Like. No. I, I could use it for my freedom. Yeah. Or. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back for another episode of Podcast Party. We're here tonight to uh, listen to some podcasts, tell you what we think of them, talk about them a bit, and move on with our lives. In the room, we have John. Hey. What's happening, John? Not too much. How do you do? Uh, I think you should mind your business. Well, I feel like that's unnecessarily aggressive. I'm doing pretty good. Cool. I had to challenge you at least once. That's fair. You gotta keep me, keep me on my toes. Like mm-hmm. I, I get the big head a little bit mm-hmm. too much. And uh, Logan. Oh man, I'm here too. How yeah. are you? It's great. Good. You're in the room. Mm-hmm. You having fun? Yeah. You like being here? Uh huh. Tell me you like me. I like me. Okay. But but you like me too. Yeah, I like me. You like tell me you like Michael. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming, Logan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we also have Kim. What's up? How do Kim? How do you how do you do? I do. You do? I do. Doop de do. Doop de doop doop de doop. Thanks for coming back. Thank and you. Joining us podcast. Yeah, nice to be back. And we also have Herb. Hello. What happens, Herb? 
Uh, stuff. Same yeah. thing that happens all the time, Michael. Stuff and things and happenings and whatnot. Every damn day. Every day. Every damn day. What my life is. And last but not least, we have Natalie. Hey. What's happening, Natalie? Drunk. Woo. Have a good time? Yeah. Ready to podcast? Drunk. Just do the podcast with us? Drunk a drunk drunk. Drunk a drunk. Drunk do do drunk. Drunk 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 drunk. Drunk 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 drinking on my back porch. And I'm Michael and here we go with Podcast Party. What's happening? Let's all whisper into the mic. What are you fucking waiting for? Just do it. Jump from a building to yourself. Got this move, got top. Just do it. All right, so as you know, we have a theme every week for our podcasts, and we research them in the weeks previous mm-hmm. to find the very best related to that theme. Mm-hmm. What was that theme that you gave us uh, in that mass email you sent out, Natalie? Well, after <laughs> thinking about it a long time. Given our previous conversations that we've had, um, I think it should be mythology. Ooh, a little bit of mythos. Yeah, like finding out things. Yeah. Yeah, John, exactly. Yeah, wait, am I thinking methodology? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all know yes. what ology means. Yeah. Thanks to a previous episode. The study of. Study of. Study of. Study of. Study of. Study of. So yeah, mythology. Yeah. I'm uh, I've got some a couple of gems lined up. I'm pretty excited yeah. to have these, and I've heard some. Uh, everybody's been pretty cagey with what they brought in, but uh, you have a couple of gems, like JIMs, lined up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love to dive into some gym mythos. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we can start with mine. Uh, if you guys are ready, we'll yeah. jump I'd like right into it. Yeah. a few minutes before I start. I mean, since they stopped, kind of since they stopped yeah, teaching yeah. the mythos of gym in schools, this is the only place I can get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course. And we are here to provide that service for you, Logan. That's really the point of this whole podcast. Thank you. The podcast I brought with me tonight, it's called Two Gems, and they discuss Norse mythology, but they discuss it uh, from their their perspective, and they're both big fans of, like, American Girl uh, and, like, uh, what is it, the Bratz dolls and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, they're... They're sort of, uh, they're back. I mean, they have the background. They they both got PhDs in mythology and, and theology and thanatology and all the ologies. But they, uh, yeah, they they like to bleed their interests into uh, the podcast and make it a little more interesting for people, you know, to kind of reach a wider audience and maybe get the kids involved. And uh, yeah. Wow, I am a sucker, sucker for an intelligent conversation surrounding the mythology of brats. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Super excited I mean, about I this. I collected them all. I had them all. A PhD in everyology sounds like something I could get behind. Two gems. Two gems. Two gems. Let's give it a listen. Not just one gem, but we've got two. Those gems. 
Thank you that once again our theme provided to us by the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, thanks ladies. Yes, you were wonderful in the recording booth. Jim, as I understand it today, you've brought an interesting specimen. What have you brought to police in front of me today? Um, yeah, uh, Jim, this is, uh, <clears throat> this is the Bratz lineup of Norse gods and goddesses. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, uh, new. It's a new lineup for, I see. uh, I see. it's a new lineup for 2018. I have an early <clears throat> release. Well, I must respect them for keeping to the actual Norse mythos depictions and not just this Disney Marvel nonsense. Uh, they like to keep it tight. For example, there is no Hemmingsworth doll in front of me. No, this is a, a tried and true Thor. Oh, yeah. Um, the people really, their eyes, uh, their eyes about flew out of their heads, uh, when they, when they saw that the Bratz dolls were, um, Coming out of uh, just general um, sex worker attire and moving right on into um, mythology and gods and goddesses. Um, they have a lot of sex. Right. They keep it tight. I can definitely say that I like this doll. Oh, yeah. Um, my favorite part of the doll is um, the uh, abs. They, uh, they're squishy but hard. Why have they given Loki abs? He is a god of chaos, not core. Um, it takes a lot of core strength to bring that much chaos. It really does. Um, that's something that the Bratz dolls would like to emphasize. All this whole lineup, including the baby Bratz, they all have abs as well. well no, feel them. This is something you, at, uh, at, at home you can't really get, is the, the abs are, in fact, squishy and hard. I, uh... Never before have I encountered a more intricate combination of both flaccid and stiff. <clears throat> oh, flaccid and stiff. Oh, ladies. <laughs> yes, I remember our nicknames. Now, if I were going to do this for a lecture, say at Kentucky University, good old KU. Yeah, Jim? What would I do? Um, if, I, if, if I wanted to put this doll in front of a, a student body and then present its body to the students. What age group did you want to pitch these bodies at? Oh, I'd pitch bodies around the ages of 18 to 24. Oh, okay. Okay, so these are older. Old bodies. Old, old well, bodies. Well, young to me. <laughs> oh, Jim. Age is just a number. Keep it tight. Jim, you don't sound like you're keeping it too tight in the lung department. Well, I told you, if you want to get healthy, and this is for, for the kids out there who are into abs and into mythology, you, you got to vape. It's so much healthier than smoking. So uh, I understand that we have... Keep it tight. We, we have uh, a caller today that wants to know either about brats or mythology. Do, uh, let's see, line, line one here. All right, caller, you are on the podcast. Yo, flaccid and stiff. First time, long time. What up, man? Keep it tight. Whoa, air high five. I was wondering if you guys were going to talk about uh, the new uh, brat themed after the, the Armageddon Wolf Fenrir. Consumer of the Midgar Serpent at uh, whatever the end of the world in Norse mythology is called. Uh, Ragnarok. Oh, it's hella cool. Well, what an excellent question, caller. Do you, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, the natural hair 
or or the um, acid pockets under the abs. Talk about its furry pubic bones. God, I forgot to hang up on you. Yeah, so I thought we had to close the line. I thought we were alone. Are we alone, Jim? All right. So I would like to address the fact that they have used actual wolf hair to represent this Bratz doll, and I think that is, that is, it's, mm. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely a departure from, um, any kind of animal safe product. They want you to know wolves were harmed in the making they of this They would definitely, product. much like wolves will be harmed when the great Ragnarok cometh and all of Asgard dies. It will come, if soon. Yes. You know, it's funny. Asgard is but a plane of Ysgard, and it would be the only plane affected by Ragnarok, so the people in Ysgard are like, sucks. Yeah, I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get on a, a private plane. Jim, what'd you guys think? I learned so much. I've never learned as much as I did right now. I wanted to know which dolls they used. Like, did they did they transform like the Jade doll into the horse doll, or did they use the Hesica doll? I really wanted to know because I was imagining them in my head, and I don't know. Does anyone think that like the uh, the Norse mythology Bratz dolls kind of gave birth to the Instagram aesthetic? Because it's all like big eyes and, and yeah, huge I could see lips, that. and they all look yeah. like they're in that weird filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. Asgardian garb yeah. makes your chin go in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a little troubling that Egyptian gods aren't represented. It's just all the whitest gods. Well, all the Egyptian gods are Duplo. It's it's real low budget. I built my own Anubis one time. Didn't look anything like the real thing. Yeah, Ra was pretty disappointing, too. Set was pretty good, though. Set was good. I, I still use the set, but I use it for my Lego Star Wars. Nah, set was great. <laughs> he had a great alligator head. <laughs> Crocodile, sorry. Racially insensitive. Oh, my God. I use, him as, the, so I use him as the monster that's in the trash compactor because we don't actually see it. Mm-hmm. What, in Star Wars? Yeah. You can totally see that monster. I mean, you see its little eyeball, but I just assume that's set. Who's the horseman from Thor? <laughs> what? Beta Ray Bill. That's his name. Beta Ray Bill. What about Beta Ray oh, Bill? Oh, Beta Ray Bill. I know everything about him. That right? Yeah. You know a lot about Beta Ray Bill? Yeah. Ask me one question about Beta Ray Bill. What's his name? Beta Ray Bill. Shit, you know everything. Speaking of knowing everything, that reminds me of a podcast. Alright. It's called... I Know A Lot. Okay. It's hosted by... Exactly three people. Exactly three. Yeah, they know they, a lot. What do they? Uh, what do they talk about? A lot. They're just kind of like an informative. Topic? Yeah, it's any it's any question that you can ever think to ask. They will answer earnestly, honestly, and sometimes truthfully. This is that podcast is one of like the longest running ones. It is it's been around a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it started off as a 1920s radio program and has since evolved. Although the uh, the aesthetic of the show has not changed, so it's got that homey. We just finished World War One film. Right, right, right. But we right. haven't quite made it to the sequel. Oh, like Prairie Home Companion, but less insufferable. Sure. Yeah, it makes you feel comfortable and homey. You know, it's from a different time. Yeah, it's like before the dust was everywhere, but after the first war. Gotcha, right. well, gotcha. Just bowls, no dust. Yeah, there were a lot of bowls. Before Full of chickens. Before the Depression or after the Depression? <laughs> they know a lot. Let's give it a try. I'm curious. <laughs> Ooh, they know everything. 
Konnichiwa! And welcome back to We Know A Lot. I'm Dr. Erasmus Baint, joined as always by... Rex Covington, MD. How you doing? And... Dr. Arendo James Bukowski. And we've come to you this week once again to answer your burning questions about anything and everything because, gentlemen, we know a lot. Kind of jumped the gun there. It's fine. Don't forget the... A lot. We know a a lot. Get that into the title. I understand. We know. And we're here to explain... A great deal of things. Yes, things we've learned and things we've yet to learn. Things we hope to learn from you and then answer for you. You know, if you knew all the things you knew and all the things you didn't know, well, this you'd be one of us. True mark of wisdom is to know what you don't know, and in our case that's easy, because that's nothing. Confucius once said that all you need to know can be derived from a question. Was that the Japanese feller? I believe so, yes. No, no, he was a mongoloid. You're getting it wrong and being offensive again. <laughs> I, I, honestly... Honestly, I don't see why we should be... Sp- it's you, all the same region. Yes, but if you go to a mongoloid and you call them a Jap, they're going to be quite cross with you. That's true. I got in trouble with that at my cousin's wedding one time like that. Thankfully, I don't associate. You disassociate? With their like. Whoa. I keep to my own. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that about you. I mean, we've been doing this podcast a while, so you're. You don't even. The first question, if you please. Hi guys. Um, long time listener, first time caller. Um. So my dad. Um, my dad is a real Zeus type. You know, like he thinks I just came right out of his fucking forehead or something. Um, you know, when you have an overbearing father who keeps trying to bang ladies on a hillside. Uh, like. How can you, uh, you guys have any, um, <clears throat> advice of, of, about getting a, a, a better relationship started with, like, your dad, if he's maybe a bit of a, uh, godlike whore? I'd like to chime in first and say that the listener bio says that this listener is 17 years old. Mm-hmm. To which I'd like to say that teenagers have no rights. That's tough age. Yes, we're speaking mythologically, though. Have you tried wooing your dad? You know, in the ancient texts, incest was viewed favorably. Some people would say that we've, we've really regressed as we've evolved as a people. But we have to understand that incest was only okay if someone were to transfigurate themselves into a swan, or a boar, or some kind of bird. Yes, but as a Zeus-like male, surely he could uh, transform himself into something that might appeal to her. Say, a young man with wild hair, or someone who smokes reefers, or a Nero. Or uh, perhaps some kind of uh, philosopher with a with a, a degree of some kind. You know, uh, my dad likes watching Jag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, hope that helps. Watch Jag with your father. 
I believe the consensus then, if I can, I support to raise the motion that we say that the listener watch Jag with their father Zeus figure. I will say yay. Ah, seconded. Yay, yay, but, but, but should he transubstantiate into an animal form? You know what to do. You can never be sure. Reasonable doubt. Next, uh, want to take a next caller? I mean, uh, next voicemail? Yeah, next, uh, what? The voice? Oh, yeah, we, we, we put their voices in this little box. Yes, it's quite amazing. You capture the essence of a person's speech in a box, and then you open the box, and the voice comes out again. Uh, well, frankly, I don't associate, so just move on. This is Muriel who does your music. Hello? Oh wait, this is a recording. Okay. Uh, this is specifically for Doctors Bank and Owl because I figure you guys would be like experts in this. I was reading up on Egyptian mythology recently, and I was at a local, um, you know, pleasure shop. And they have a model that is called the Anubis. And I was wondering, because personally I've always thought that Horus might be a more gifted god, if you know what I mean. But I purchased the Anubis and it is mighty fun. I wanted to know out of all the Egyptian gods, which one y'all might think is the most gifted. Yeah, well. Uh, easy enough, e- easy to answer this, this, this. The, the god you, you seek is Osiris. Now, Anubis is a good choice. Feral, angry, passionate. Yes, I, I see what you're going for. But, but consider Osiris. What happened to Osiris? Ripped to pieces, reassembled by the gods, except for his penis, which was eaten by a fish. But then later, what happens? He gets a golden penis. Therefore, if you want... Your lady parts to feel gilded as well. Get the Horus. Or the Osiris, rather. That thing that I was talking about. Now I understand that the the Osiris may be a, a, a pleasurable model and there has been countless amounts of academic writing about how Ra would be the most sexually virile Egyptian god, but nay, he is the sun. And no one has been pleasured by the sun in more than a platonic sense. I uh, suppose that Set would be the most pleasurable, for he has the head of a crocodile. And what (laughs) benefit uh, would that confer versus the mighty gilded penis? Have you you read at any point in your, your learned history of what a crocodile's penis looks like? Yes, yes, I'm quite familiar. Quite... Familiar. Then you would be a fool to doubt this, Rex. Well, uh, well, if you're gonna send it over to me, I mean, this isn't my uh, area of expertise, but I'll you know, say. Uh, oh, I, uh, uh, I've heard people say that uh, that Billy Ray Osiris got a pretty good penis. I don't know if that that helps. A next voicemail, please. Yeah. I got homework. The fuck is Taoism? 
Oh, I, I, I can take that one. A Taoism is a lot like Buddhism. Next question. No, no, no. Taoism is, is that art that doesn't mean anything, you fool. No, that's Dadaism. No, that's stupid. Who would name a thing Dadaism? That's just stupid. I you think know, it was I the thought, French. I always heard that the Taoism was uh, using those, those rods to find water. That's what the druids used to use them. They had them, they were Y-shaped and stuff, and that's where they, that's how they knew where to put stone in. I see what you're thinking. I think the Taoism is actually the top 500 religions in the world weighted against each other and then output as a number. Oh. You're wrinkling my brain, man. It's Taoism. I don't think that's right. I I may be confused. The, The water one sounds right. People want water. It's classically a, a need. It's a water-based philosophy. See, that's what I'm saying. I think that might be it. I, I mean, I don't know. That's what, that's what I've been hearing. Then why don't most sailors practice it? Well, classically, your sailor, you know, your your Johnny Sailor, uh, just generic fella out on the water. Yes. He's going to go with uh, the guy that's going to control the storms. Water oh, stick. Yes, you know, yes. He's already, he doesn't need to find water if he's, he's found it already. You know? Buddha! Stands to reason. Controller of the sea is Buddha. Yeah. No, 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 it's Poseidon. Oh, Poseidon. Uh, you're both wrong. It's the controller of the sea is, uh, you got your, you got your Poseidon, and then you also got, and the other version of him, you got Neptune. And they, they were brothers. Yes. And they they live together mm. in a dorm. Makes sense. And then checks out getting their degrees and uh, in in Godism. And then they they uh, they graduated and they were like, "You take this water, I'll take that water. Let's not fight about it." You know, Neptune was my college nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yes. I was known as Worm Dick. <laughs> like that one. Yeah, I mean, holy shit. Those guys know a lot. They they knew so much. They know a lot. I apparently uh I was looking into it after while we were listening and I think uh, from what I can what I've <laughs> from what uh Wikipedia is telling me, uh Rex Covington his dad owned uh kind of owns the podcast like rights and like he basically he's the money guy, mm-hmm. which is why he's in the room. Oh, don't say that. I thought he was very informative. Yeah, Billy Ray Osiris is my favorite Egyptian god. Yes. I learned the most from Rex. Like, I was looking it up. uh, uh, Erasmus Baint, he died. Like, two years ago. They've been Grand Moff Tarkin that shit for, like, the past two years. Did they get, like, a voice actor to play him? No. Did they just splice a bunch of audio that he already had together? To Amazingly, from, from my research, they had done enough episodes that he had said enough sentences that actually fit perfectly into any oh. context that they just dropped them in. So I was assuming a type of machine learning. Yeah, no, it's wonder, just him. Is it like, no, wait a minute. So they Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is this one of those podcasts where they, they, uh, they, they took his voice and put it into an AI and like... Yeah. Reordered, had it learned. But they, they also cast a CG projection in the chair next to them, so of they course. have something new for the other host. For the other host. Yeah. Like yeah. Tupac. Like well, Tupac. It was, it was difficult for them to adapt to losing their, their co host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as it was difficult for us to adapt to losing, you know. Philip Seymour Hoffman. 
Well, I, I was going to say Jerry, our fellow host of, you know, podcast party, but... I'll pour one out for Jerry. Jerry. I'll pour one out for Jerry. Uh, I'd like us all to say Jerry's uh, catchphrase together real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because to bring us all together. Yeah. Here, I'll I'll watch you on this one, John. Let's let's take it together. Oh, yeah. No, we're all going to say uh, Jerry's catchphrase. The uh, rest in peace, Jerry. So his catchphrase is, I ain't never gonna gonna stop. That's right. That's what Jerry used to say. He ain't never going to stop. And you know what? So it's Tombstone. Yeah. We put him in a boulder that is still being pushed up a hill. Anal boulder? No, just a regular old boulder. (laughs) Oh, an anal boulder. I hear stories about Jerry. Also, a vagina would pretty much be the only thing strong enough to handle a boulder. Mm-hmm. Anal right. tissue is very weak. Like you can yeah. push out a baby, you can push out a boulder. Yeah, a bowl is serious. Oh, patches of hula ham. So, uh, anybody else? Boulder, Colorado was named. Ooh, 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 guys, guys, guys. Since we're on the subject of mythology, I thought it was time to bring up. Um, it's kind of personal, and I haven't. This is why I haven't brought it to you mm-hmm. yet. Um, it's something kind of embarrassing. You don't know this about me. Um, so oh, revelations. I'm. Uh, I'm. Um, what you'd call. Um, Myth sexual. Um, what is this? Oh, is that like I, a Wiccan? Uh, really? I, I only, I only, my sexual partners and my my proclivities, my where where I lie in the world is, um, I only date and and um, feel comfortable with, um, you know. Gods, demigods, gods, creatures of mythology. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Um, why I get always that? have to dress like Hercules? Or, or why we have to be watching Hercules, the legendary journeys, whenever we have sex. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought everybody did that. Uh, yeah, no, that's just I a thing that. in my house. So does Hercules 2 count? Um, any any variation of Hercules, though, I have to say there are lesser forms. Yeah, I mean, okay. I feel like I could get g- giggity down to, like, The Rock as Hercules. What about just a picture of That's Kevin Sorbo? That's not a bad film. Okay. It's not a bad film. It's not bad. Um, no, no, must must be full Hercules or I understand, or no. I understand. Um, different strokes for different folks. The the podcast I want to share with you, the particular episode, um, they're actually interviewing um, a girl and, um, and her mermaid companion, and, um... They're going to talk about, you know, living life, um, both on land and in the sea. Um, oh. And it's a super sex positive, um, really funny yeah. show. Everyone likes to have a good time, um, get a little wet, rub each other's fins. What it's, was the name of the show? Um, uh, uh, have you met my dryad? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I like it. Yeah. yeah, this sounds really interesting. I, this is something I'm, I'm very ignorant and I'm curious to learn something here. <laughs> Welcome back to Have You Met My Dryad? This is episode 317. We are here with our special guests to talk about a unique myth-sexual relationship. Uh, please, if you will, introduce yourselves. You go first, babe. Oh, thank you. I am Hasaka Monstar. Hello, and I am myth sexual, and I am dating my mermaid, so, Tiberius. I am Tiberius. Tiberius. Your mermaid. I do not 
gender identify him because mermaids don't really have gender or do people always say mermaid it's not accurate no mermaids. we are we are merfolk yes yes Tiberius, um so when did you uh when did you first come on the land and encounter well Jessica? Jessica was out on her father's boat and I was out Oh, it wasn't on land. The, I made an no, no, it's fine. Most people do. They assume that the fish would go out of water instead of a beautiful lady to the sea. Mm. The sea is very attractive. It's true. It's I, true. I have sex in the ocean. Me too, now. Now we do. Now we have lots of salty sex Am in the I right? And for the listeners at home, uh, these two are fondling one another underneath the studio table. Yeah. So, um, what's it like being a myth-sexual? Does that present any challenges in your life? Totally, so many challenges. The wedding was pretty difficult. Well, my parents weren't really into it. No, we just had a wedding. Okay, it depends on how you define married. Because my parents (laughs) did not want us to get married. They were like, nah, Hesuka, you can't marry... Uh, a fish man and I was like but mom dad because I don't identify my parents either they are whoever beings they want to be I think a mom and a dad is a gender identifying factor in parents Mm. I just they are just my mom dads or my dad moms and they were like you should have like freedom because you're only 17 years old right but I don't identify age no because I've never been taught to identify age but you still refer to them as your parents well yes is that what you call them because that is the normal way that you people want to identify and like we're not married, but my parents said if you're gonna make fishy fish with this creature, like at least more than once a day, you have got to have some kind of wedding. Oh, is that what is that what you call it? You call it fishy fish? No, making fishy fish is making fishy fish, <laughs> making fishy fish <laughs> is something else that I can't even begin to describe to you, land creature. So let me ask you this: um, under the sea, what uh, your Hate that fucking song. It's not real. It's not accurate. You're a fish. You're not a mammal. No. That is correct. Well, I do, in fact, have a penis. But I do. Otherwise, it just wouldn't work. You have the male genitalia. He has a penis. I have a penis. You also have the female genitalia? What? No. No. I don't have a vagina. He has a penis. He doesn't have a vagina. No. Why would I have a vagina? Why would he have a vagina? Well, that you don't... I'm obviously. She's got. She's got the vagina. I've got the penis. Yeah, vagina, penis. So you match up in that way. Okay. Well, it kind of links together, really. Yeah. 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 Um, For the listener at home, there's uh, quite a. (laughs) There's uh, some sort of. Dare I say it? You can tie esque. You can say it. It's fine. Uh, member on the on the studio table. Um, Hang on. All right. Yes, thank you for retracting that. Now, so I guess what my my original question was going to be: 
were you, you? You spoke of your parents as though you know you know them. You were raised right. Them. My were you my egg layers. A clutch of many, or like were you an? Only I child? I am actually one of several hundreds of thousands of eggs, but only one of us gets to fight for dominance and make it. Mm, no, really. Yes, I am the dominant of my many many brothers and one sister. And are they um, also dead. attracted to? They are dead. The oh. That's very saw. Like, one egg See? survives, yeah. and then the rest just stop. But that way our species is, like, stronger. What? 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 No. Dude, oh my god, no. are you a Sorry, did you, eat, did you eat your brothers and yeah. sisters? God, it's Nobody fucking disrespectful. I will technically, um, and the listeners know this, if they've been listening for I did absorb a twin in the womb. I did, I'm sorry, did you nom it, though? Yeah. Did you, like... Did you nom it, though? Did you nom it? I'm not sure what Should that take means. it in your mouth. And did you not know on it? Did you I'm not? Did you I'm not? Oh man. Man. I'm feeling hot under the collar right now. Mm. You guys learned something about yourselves, didn't you? I, I did. did. For sure. I uh yeah. I really want to learn more about this is, is it they go into like the different types of missexuals oh yeah um every week it's a different subject um a different couple in um wow. the host of the show um actually is in a very deep and loving relationship with a dryad which is you know the name of, of course the right of course my dryad you know it's kind of like introducing the folks to something right, right, right. maybe they're not so comfortable with mm-hmm. Now, see, the, thi- the, the thing is, is like, I, I feel like I discovered a new sexual fetish about myself, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's always like an amount of projection. So I always imagine that like the, the mermaid, mermail, I don't know what their preferred nomenclature uh, is. Mermaid. 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 I always imagine that the mermaid was part crow. Is that, is that weird? I don't know. I, I Googled what fishy fishying is, though, and uh, <laughs> here, here that is. I got the image. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's actually... That's, That's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. Like Did that. you get that off of a uh, Myth Urban Dictionary? Yeah. I didn't realize that the gills were involved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. so why you can only perform it halfway in water. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. From the anthropology, not anthropology, biology classes yeah. I've taken. Do mermaids have blowholes? Wow, Michael. Wow. Wow, is that racist. God. Is that, is that a bad question? Is that a bad term? I mean, I like, know. I'm not even I didn't, a... I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Okay, as. It's it's not offensive. Like I'm not offended or hurt or whatever. It's just you know it's sensitive. So maybe for sure you know that yeah. that right there like in a in a in a different space that would be you you look like an asshole with just like microaggression like. Of course, yeah. No, I I to, I didn't mean guy. it that way. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, uh, and I don't mean to, cool. to, to dick ride on your point, but I I do I, I did do a little bit of googling. I think the blowhole is the most sensitive part. Not in like a good way. Oh, so it is used. Oh, speaking of speaking of used, that's what we are by these advertisers. <laughs> we sure are. We got to keep the lights on somehow. Y'all Ladies talking about capitalism? Oh, kill you! Let's do a little ad break, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you back here you, you, after this. After this. Hey, do you like? mythology do you like 
Sexy talk? Well, welcome to our Nerds Talk Mythology Sexy Hotline. Yes, ladies, on the other line of your phone could be a nerd talking mythology to you, just like Stephen. Yes, you see, Hades is not only the, the god of the dead, he is, is in fact the Greek god of all things under the earth. Or you could get Hank. Kratos actually killed Medusa in the first god, so it's really unrealistic for you to assume that Medusa would be around to service you. Or you could get Billy, he's definitely a virgin. Medusa was brought into the Magic the Gathering series early on, but they, they, they changed her name over to a different uh, type. She became uh, Gorgon, and that's actually what she was in mythology, but people don't really know that. They think that's a Magic the Gathering. Uh, uh, an initial uh, original idea, but it's not. It was actually originally back, way back, way back in the day, it was their thing. Do you feel your nether's clever? <laughs> clever. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've got clever nethers. <laughs> <laughs> this summer. Ooh. Ooh. Sexy crows fighting ninjas. Ah. There's, there's romance. Oh. Oh. Violence. Get knife, nerd. My prostate. It's a coming of age film about a crow and a ninja. Sean, let me tell you about the birds and the bees. I've come of age. What does it all mean? A ninja turd. Oh, hey, Ninja Todd. Stay away from my daughter. Hey, wh- hey what's up, though? Hey, up? Can you see me? Oh, wait. Oh, you smoke could, bomb. You know what you can see? Yeah. I'll show you. So mysterious. In feudal China, the Shogun has ordered the death of the Crow's family. <laughs> yeah, go fuck him up. Do it. This summer in theaters, look for... Crow Assassin. I can't kill you if I love you. In IMAX and 3D. Are you and your mermaid looking for a romantic getaway? Sucks. There aren't a lot of places that accommodate mermaids. But here, at Harry's Mermaid House, we sure do. We're located on the waterfront in Utah. Come to Harry's Mermaid House, you get... Together with your mermaid, when you do that fish, fish stuff, we got mermaid pool, we got mermaid open bar, Harry Harry's got a mermaid cocktail for you, if you're into it, you're... if your mermaid's not into it, that cocktail help them get into it, yeah, you're the Harry Harry, guarantee. Your land lover will love our rooms accommodated with fireplaces, but your mermaid will love the water beds. It's more of like a trash can. You put some cans in it, in the trash can, you light them on fire, it's, it's like a fireplace, and the waterbed is basically like a bed that's kind of wet already. Don't ask questions, it just is. Located in Utah, yeah. it's not It's not just for Mormons anymore. It kind of Mormons are, but okay, we'll take your Mormon money if you want to drop in. I don't care, Harry Harry. Podcast party also brought to you in part by Tiny Beers. You can't drink a big one, drink a little one. Oh, I want Tiny Beer. No! Oh, I want I want a big size beer? No! Oh, I can have t- small size beer? Yes. 
Oh, can I also have tiny beer? No! What about medium beer? I have one moderately sized little beer! It is for one of you! Is oh. it little or moderately sized? We're getting mixed signals! It is moderately little! Can I wait for uh, a, a small beer to become available and then I fill it with my own beer? Of course, we have a checklist. Then what then do I have the smallest hands? Oh. Small hands equals small beer. Small beer. What <laughs> if I have large stein and I want to put three beers in there? Oh, Jerry, you're in the wrong fucking room, aren't you? <laughs> what if I lost my hands? Hmm. I have no hands. No, I cut them off because hands? we can... Hands? 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 My, my name is Hans. It's ironic. Did it's ironic. <laughs> that I have no hands. Just a tiny beer! Well, hey, everybody. Yes? <laughs> well, that's me. Hello, everybody. Did you guys know about the newest uh, sensation sweeping the nation for fun? What is it? It's a jigsaw puzzle. Look like Eiffel Tower. Boy. Eiffel Tower is the most difficult shape to construct out of jigsaw pieces, but you can do it in your own home. Is it three-dimensional? No. <laughs> hey, everybody. Logan and Natalie from Podcast Party. Hey! We want to tell you that we've had fun here tonight, but on a very serious note. Okay. You should keep listening to our podcast. Yeah. Or. Or you could, I don't know, do other things. Yeah, you could, you could like ride a bike. Yeah, or you know, uh, Kimmy Schmidt's on Netflix. Oh, Kimmy Schmidt's or fantastic. Or Riverdale's on Netflix. Really, I've or got to the new it. Twin Peaks is premiering on Showtime. Yeah, or so, anything else, you yeah. can watch American Gods on Stars. Yeah, because you know, um, the, the, the less you guys listen to this, the less Michael Slave drives. Yeah, so we you could, could uh, uh, watch. Uh, you could just rewatch Rick and Morty on yeah, Hulu. Yeah, we could. Uh, we could leave this basement and. Shit! 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 Well, those certainly weren't minuses. Oh, like uh, in uh, in opposition to ads. Yeah, clever. Thanks. So we're back <laughs> to our uh, uh, podcast party episode themed mythology. Woo! Do and uh, let's. Uh, how about we just jump right back in with another podcast? I'm digging it down. Who's got one? I'm yeah. actually got a, a podcast. A John yeah. Cast, I like it. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't mean to like step on anybody's toes, but you all know that I'm like a hardline atheist. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's natural. I have four college degrees. Yeah. yeah. All of them in etymology. All of them are from etymology. You're vegan. I'm a vegan. You went on a cruise that one time. I went on a cruise. Cruises are a-religious from the start. You should see the debauchery that happens on your average cruise. What about about religious cruises? I've heard that they have them, like church groups take them. Yeah, well, I mean, a religious cruise is really like, it's a sojourn from religion. They... Religion doesn't count in international waters, so they just bone down. Nice. Yeah, I've been missing out. They just rev up the bone machine, and then they just, you know, crank it to 11. Yeah, they take that yacht all the way to pound town. How they crank it? Bible doesn't count in international waters. It doesn't. It really doesn't. They crank it to 11. What happens after 11, I don't know. It's it's um it's a mystery. Uh, now so the what's uh, this podcast about? so the the podcast that I am introducing to you is you. Since I don't believe in mythology, the only thing I believe in is uh, mass consumer branding. So this podcast is about a television show, but a television show rich in, I might say, mythology. Oh. Now, if you were if you were trained in the Greeks, you would pronounce it mythology. 
as of course I am with my four college degrees. Uh, the the podcast I'm about to show you is uh, it's a group of people who get together every week and they do an episode by episode recap of a beloved uh, late 80s and early 90s surreal television show called Weird Lodge. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I never got to watch that one growing up. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people lie and say that they watch did watch it, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, what a that, bunch yeah. of posers. <laughs> Logan. John, how much debt are you in? How much debt am I in? $108,000. So, Weird Lodge, right? <laughs> yeah, Weird Lodge. So, uh, Weird Lodge is this... I don't know if you guys have ever watched or ever heard of it. It was kind of in the zeitgeist for a while, or if you studied the Germans, the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, posers. So it's I've never been in the zeitgeist before. Uh, please, Kim, the zeitgeist. It's, it's kind of like a foreign Twin Peaks. Uh, it's like a foreign Twin Peaks. It's like a... You know how in the early episodes of Twin Peaks, the uh, the Great Northern was trying to impress, right. I believe, Swedish developers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Icelandic. A, Icelandic. Icelandic. It's, a, it's an Icelandic version of Twin Peaks uh, set in a very similar but uniquely different universe from Twin Peaks. It's very surreal, very strange. It's uh, directed by David Lynchon. So is this, okay, is this an Icelandic podcast? <laughs> uh, no, they're American. They're American, okay. But they're really into the show. They're very into the show. <laughs> Iceland was not about the show when it first came out. They thought it was pretentious. They thought it tried to be too much like a sensory experience more than a narrative experience. The uh, the, the logical Icelanders <laughs> just overall hated the show. Americans ate it up. Yeah, posers. Well, let's, let's try it out. I'm curious. Oh, do you want to know the name of the podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's uh, called Weird Lodge Episode Recap. Nice. And uh, this one they're talking about uh, season two, episode three. In season two, it really kind of went off the rails with this whole Icelandic ice giant thing. But I'll let you listen to it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess I'll be going to this blind, but I'll, I'm sure I can catch up. Oh, we can turn the lights on, Michael, if you don't want to go into it blind. Brogan, Pim, uh, Herb without the H, okay, and um, Nathan, is that right? Nathan's new. Um, We're all very big enthusiasts of Weird Lodge, and we're discussing uh, season two, episode three, where um, Pooper and Newman go into, uh, go into that they discover a couple of things about the murder that they're still trying to solve in season two that they didn't resolve in season one. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? Well, I think that uh, since they're... It's really interesting that after the end of, of season one, you're really... There are a lot of threads out there that make you still believe that, uh, that Bach did it. But I, I think that the, the, the murder of Lara Palmer was... <laughs> Uh, really, it's really expounded upon in this episode with the uh, with the whole red world thing. 
I also think there's a lot of uh, interesting... Um, nobody ever talks about this, but I think there's a lot of interesting uh, girl-on-girl lesbian chemistry between Hannah and uh, Audrey. They just keep it the same. Oh, Audrey. my God. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Is, um, Hannah every, Hayworth. Everything to do with the Red Room is just raw lesbian sexuality. It's completely like it's a red room. It like is. it's it's a deep red room. We recall back to to when the the host of the Red World Room said uh the the lesbian sexuality you like is going to come back in style. I mean, let's not all forget about Bonsai Tree Boy. Bonsai Tree Boy. Bonsai Tree Boy is probably the best character on the show. His bonsai tree knows, as has been said. As has been said. It does send mystical messages out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that I am truly touched by the Icelandic uh, mysticism mm. that you see throughout. Um, yeah. A sheriff hook uh, channels his Icelandic ancestors to use the power of the Nords to help commune with nature, which is a central part of uh, solving the mystery and a central well, part of... yes, you cannot have the mysticism without a re- proper representation of Icelandic Nordic history. And then, of course, you have the you have the um, the the allusions to Icelandic mythology when Leland Palmer talks about the uh, the various uh, the various interests in uh, in Weird Lodge. You're right. What You're a, right, Sean. What about the old lady that has like the vol- the volcanic ash lump? Oh, she carries around. Yeah. What's what's that supposed to mean? It's just like the bonsai tree. Yeah, I was about to say it it's... sounds a lot like the bonsai tree boy. I think you're confusing a weird lodge for um weird uh, Ohio, which is not a ripoff off of weird Indiana. Eerie Indian. Uh, Eerie Indian. That's a solid show. That's a solid it's, show. It's all right, but it's nothing compared Sorry, guys, to it's a new. Nothing compared to Nearstay, right. right which is not a ripoff of Fargo. Look, okay, I really want to discuss the relationship between Horma and Little Ed. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think honestly, like they should have stayed together. She shouldn't have gone back with her convict husband. Just saying. I, I wanna. I, I have to disagree. You know, the fact that she went back to that relationship it really speaks to those who have been in situations like that. You know, I, I guess. is that the guy who was the lorry driver? Oh, Nathan, you're thinking about. Um, you're thinking about what's that one? Chauffeuring Madame Rose. Yeah, that's right. There's which so is, many Icelandic shows. Which is not a ripoff of Driving Miss Daisy. No, I mean, like, if we want to think about any relationship dynamic in Weird Lodge, we have to understand the inspirations for Weird Lodge are from uh, classic 50s Icelandicana. So you're talking about the relationship between Pooper and Audrey. The the relationship between Pooper and Audrey is a multifaceted one, but you have to place it in its time. Yes, if you, if you draw back to such shows as Me Like a De Leslie... Yeah, a, a relationship like that, like their relationship, is something of the past, and honestly, kids these days would find it a little bit off-putting, and I think yeah. that the the dark music um, really plays into that and, and sheds a light on how things were kind of exactly. dark and, and scary. Mm-hmm. And especially, it's it speaks to Icelandic culture that you can love a high school girl, but be an yes. agent of the... 
you know, the Icelandic FBI. Yeah, because you th- you think about it, the IBI, Icelandic Bureau of Investigation, probably would keep in real life a pretty uh, a tight leash around Agent mm-hmm. Pooper, but he has free reign over the town, enjoying a fine smoked herring and a cup of hot smoked herring water. You can't keep a man like Agent Pooper on any kind of leash, short or long. He, is, he, he transcends your typical human archetypes because he can say in one sense a very normal human phrase such as I want those smoked herring eggs as as hard as I want my arteries and this is a damn fine cup of smoked herring water. Well it really speaks to who plays Agent Pooper. I'm sorry can you say that one more time? Yeah. He's quite an Icelandic name. You have to speak with guttural noises in order to really get it he was also a star on the TV show I Fantasize About Efrites. You see, that was that was where I first discovered <laughs> And his ability to flex his nose. Yes, yes, that's what got him this role as Agent Cooper. Because we all know that he will flex his nose to and fro and then uh, dictate to himself in his in his Icelandic language the, the various thoughts that he's having. What did you guys what did you guys think about like the color palette in this episode? They did some really interesting things look, with the directorial style. Look, there's a lot of red, a lot of green. That's it. That's really it. Really, they, they put the like a color man. pass filter. It's just red. And you, I thought maybe you watched it with like old school 3D glasses. No. No. The only right. time you don't have the red and green filter is the Christmas episode. Right. Oh, that's right. right. There's a lot of pink in that episode. I heard that it was was really difficult to do those episodes because, you know, those are the only two colors you have in Iceland, red and green. And then, like, when they did the Christmas stuff, they had to do it actually in Greenland. It's stylistic choices in this have been amazing throughout. The fact that they filmed each scene sideways um, really brings out... The depth in each of the characters. Now, but people were challenged, of course, when when uh, at the invention of the Dutch angle, the Icelandic people said, "No, not shall we stop at five to fifteen degrees. We shall go the full 90. And you know, I, I read that they didn't turn the camera sideways. They built sideways rooms and special harnesses for all the actors with glue shoes. With glue, sh- Icelandic glue shoes yeah. for. <laughs> I, uh, I did think it was terrible, however, how many horses had to be sacrificed to make that glue. Mm. And Icelandic horses are very valuable. They yeah. do drive the budget up through the roof. They're the most intelligent horses on earth. They can yes. do simple maths. It's true, like the star, of the, the star of the show, Sir Ned. He was a talking nag, he was. Nag is a pejorative term. Please don't use that. Okay. Can we talk about the outfits that waitress Kelly wears? I mean, shit. I mean, I know we're not supposed to curse on this podcast, but shit. I understand. Some things deserve a good shit. shit. When she's sitting in that chair. Her outfits deserve a good shit. Is what is Just what like, we've you know, described. Agent Pooper always says, mm-hmm. "You need a damn great shit." Yeah, this is some damn Pooper good shit. Know. And, you know, I mean, it's incredible to think that something so inspired by fifties Icelandicana could be form fitting uh, so well. You're right. Shit. You're right, Sean. I just, you know, it's a small thing, but whatever. But I, I really like the. Um, the inclusion of all the Icelandic wildlife 
and like the symbol symbology and everything that they bring into that. Like the lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The lions, and then and then the tarsier monkeys, and and how they how what they symbolize when they're in the red room. Like that's it's such a huge deal to me. And then I when like, they go to Two Eyed Jake's, I love the one tarsier monkey that speaks backwards, and they put him in a suit and he dances backwards. It's crazy. Man. And that yeah. uh, that of course foreshadows. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's interesting. You know who's in that suit? Stellan Skarsgård. Oh my god. That's that's the role, because you know he has to be in every movie and TV show produced. Legally. He does. He does. He makes me shit. Why couldn't Alexander be in <laughs> He makes me shit so hard. He does. So, the, the, I mean, it's, it's crazy, because the Tarsier monkeys, if you, uh, if you watch this show from episode to episode, you think they're just making things up, but it's a huge, our everything predicts everything. The Tarsier monkeys predict the the coming of Babe, the series antagonist. Babe. 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 I love that scene in slow motion when Babe comes over the lawn chair. And it's so unsettling because they so rotated a full 180 degrees. You know, it's just in his short bald head. <laughs> I love it. And his long beard. His long ass And his beard. short teeth. His short teeth. <laughs> I have to watch this show now. Like, you I am missing out. Can. You just have to make sure that you get the subtitle version, not the dubbed version, because Billy Bob Thornton's <laughs> performance is really bad. The dubbed mm. version is awful. It's yeah, there's bad. a lot to be missed in the dubbed version. Usually, yeah. They recorded some Jessica Tandy before she died. It was mm. just... Disrespectful. Garbage. Really but you know, I uh, I didn't know. I feel like just just watching the show, if for nothing else, you can watch it to learn a lot about Iceland, mm-hmm. you know, and about the culture and about mm-hmm. you know their lions and tarsiers and their their uh, various like ins and outs of how they right live. and just like like rural kind of northwestern Iceland. Yeah, but, on the edge of a volcano, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's like uh, an island made for the end of the world. Like the the, the thing that I got from uh, from listening to that podcast and watching Weird Lodge is just the traditional Icelandic greeting, which of course goes. Wow! Nailed it. It's elaborate. First try. You guys yeah. must have practiced before you come in the studio <laughs> today. Two hours. Took a while. Speaking of took a while, um, I have a podcast. Actually, it's not it's not super long. It's just um, I know I know I've been waiting to go last because I really wanted my podcast is kind of I don't know. I it's not it's it's kind of racy, you know. Oh, oh boy! I'm sorry, typical Natalie bringing We've been up. We've keeping it clean this whole I know, way. I know, I know, but okay, okay. Are you breaking our PG? So to bring a PG thirteen. Oh shit! I uh, I brought a podcast. It features two wrestlers, and they talk. They are aficionados on superhero mythology, which as a lot of wrestlers are. And I feel like they, but they're very knowledgeable about it. But they're combative wrestlers, so they're like, oh, okay. I don't know if you know about. Susie the Edge breaks. What? Yeah, right? No way. Or if you know around. about Lobster Carrie 
the brandish Bracco. <laughs> I sure do. I've got yeah. a trading card. Would they... Lobster carry the brakish Bronco. The bron- the bra- the, uh, anyway, the Bronco, as you know him, mm-hmm. and the Edge. Um, they are combative wrestlers. As you see them on their on WrestleMania, they always fight each other. Mm-hmm. They always retire and come back, and they beat each other mm-hmm. up or whatever. Yeah, of course. Whatever I look forward to it every year. Does. I enjoy wrestling. I enjoy superheroes, and I enjoy listening them to them argue about superhero mythology. So um, they and they get into all of it. They get into Marvel, DC, um, Dark Horse. It's whatever you want to listen to. So. Image. Not really, Shit. because um, they think Image is artisanal crap. Archie That's Comics? Fair. Well, the, they're actually, they have this big, long debate about if Archie and Jughead should be a couple or not. Fair enough. Uh, what so, about Chick Tracks? Well, they're kind of misogynistic assholes, so no. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but they're uh, they're pretty they're pretty great. They're pretty great. I love them. I enjoy them, and I enjoy listening to them, even though they are misogynistic assholes and wrestlers. And uh, yeah, I think we should uh, we should check them out. I am two hundred percent down. I love okay. it. <laughs> to them talk. What a great musical intro. I agree. Welcome back. This is us. You know us. I'm Veg. I'm Lobster the Bronco. And we're, we're still in retirement this season. We're in the works with more money, but we're once again here to speak of the mythos of those that wear capes and cowls. Third year in retirement in a row. Oop doop. So what are we talking about today? Well, I've got the age-old argument of who is faster, the Flash or Quicksilver? The Flash! It's the Flash. It's always going to be the Flash. Next question. The age-old argument of who's handsomer, Bruce Wayne or Damian Wayne? Damian Wayne! Damian Wayne! Hands down. Third question. This question I'll let you ask. This question is who is more powerful, Martian Manhunter or Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. The man can density shift. He's a fucking planet. The only reason Superman is not susceptible to psionic attacks is because of a chip placed in the back of his cerebral cortex by Martian Manhunter. Next question. Who can do chess faster, Mr. Mitzelplick or Brainiac? Brainiac. Mr. Mitzelplick, because he's a goddamn genie. Well, Miss... The Brainiac is Krypton's prodigal AI. Is he a goddamn genie? I'm afraid I'm going to have to tussle with you on this matter. One, two, three. I'm afraid I've lost. Brainiac wins and I've lost. Now the next question. Yes, I'll ask you this one. It's who's the better voice actor for the Joker? Is it Mark Hamill or anyone else? It's Mark Hamill. It's always fucking Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, though. Time. Oh, you know what that means. That means we have to solve it in sudden death. All right. 
Here, I'll put on the retirement belt which I've earned for being retired for three years and a day. And I'll wrap barbed wire around the turnpost. <laughs> Alright, ready? A ding ding! Ow! Oh, I'm running to the barbed wire! You Who can see? Ow! 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 One, two, three! Seems as though you've won! I did it. So your, your overriding argument is... Man, fuck Archie Comics. Fuck Archie Comics. Oh, uh, comic books. Yeah, those are, I guess they're a thing. I don't really read them. Oh my God, so high energy. I think I found my new morning wake-up show. So great. I, it's, I mean, beautiful, you know? Yeah, I mean, if wrestling's a, your thing. It's a fun interaction between two people. You can tell they're best friends. Yeah, you, know, you can, can tell, tell them. Yeah, it's all in good fun. Yeah, they're not even into wrestling. Yeah, they're almost yeah. like the superpowers Hulk Hogan and Ultraman Man Randy Savage, yeah. but you know, if wrestling's your thing. Yeah, you know, if wrestling's like, if wrestling's your thing, like if you're into like Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Cactus Jack, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Like if you're into like a like a Royal Rumble cage match, if you're into like an Undertaker, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you I know, if your favorite match in the world was the WrestleMania 25, the retirement match for Shawn Michaels v the Undertaker, yeah, if wrestling's your thing. I mean, like if you're into like a Mankind kind of thing, like a him jumping off of the off of the cage, man. Hell in a Cell, yeah. If yeah, wrestling's your thing. I mean, if it's your thing though. If you would so, love to... so what you're saying is if like um, you're maybe into like a guy who's wearing some some tights mm-hmm. hitting another guy with yeah. like a folding metal chair, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah if wrestling's your thing. Yeah, yeah, wrestling's your thing. Yeah, if you want to see if you want to yeah. see dude love take on Chris Jericho for a hardcore championship. Yeah, yeah wrestling's If you want to see like another grown man straddle another grown man's face for three seconds, for three yeah. seconds, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. If wrestling's your thing, yeah, yeah. only if it's your thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, madly strunk, and that means. Time for more podcasts no. next week, next ladies week. and gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for listening with us, and uh, hopefully, we gave you some podcasts to think about, something to uh, brighten your day, and uh, help you get through the work week. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah, and so forth. Uh, we are going to wrap up this episode of Podcast Party with our mythology theme, and we're going to say good night. Before we do, does anybody have any plugs they'd like to throw out there? Yes, Mr. John. Uh, so I think that everyone should catch up with the most recent season of Weird Lodge. They're bringing it back. Oh, I don't know if you realize this. I it got canceled. They did get canceled a long time ago, but they're bringing it back because of, like, internet fervor. Nice. And, like, cashing in on things. Internet fur. Internet fur, yeah. No, they're bringing it back because of inter- inter- internet fur. Yeah, everyone is furry. Everyone That's is a little very better. true of the internet. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Well, Weird Lodge plug. Anybody else? You got a plug? Uh, I've got this outlet. That's about it. <laughs> I have a plug, but we're not going to talk about it. Hey, oh, it hey. stops the cooler from, you know, letting all the ice out. I was thinking yeah, I'm going to plug uh, both Yanni Eggs and Zero Credits, the podcast. Oh, gosh. I think we must all plug Goop. Ooh, like, Goop. Go to yeah. the website. Goop. Check it out. Hit up Goop. Yeah, but for real though, like zero credits though. It's totally a podcast. That's yeah. like a real yeah. thing. It is. Goop's a real thing though, too. Yeah, regrettably. it's totally a real and, thing. Uh, it's zero sad. credits with Henry and John, uh, proud supporters of Goop, and hundred uh, <laughs> percent can't get enough of that Goop. Pour the Goop on me. We have a Twitter or some Goop on me. me. But uh, hopefully they'll be changing soon. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Me.
Uh, but not with our eyeballs. This is a podcast. Day. Bye, everybody. Let's say goodnight. Good night. Oh, oh good night. Yeah. Have a night. Good night yeah. to your goo. Good night. Just do it. Don't fucking turn to me (laughs) and expect me to know shit about Bear Ray Bill.